Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Trista Crick, Nick Ashew, BetMGM tonight. Uh, four earned runs for Luis Severino. Astros up four, run right one right now. If I could say those words correctly, that would be great. Severino has allowed 10 combined first-inning earned runs over his last two starts. Since earned runs became official in 1913, Severino is the third Yankee to allow 10 or more first-inning earned runs in a two-game span. Whew! Not good, Trista. Not good for him. Uh, no. Actually, that's incredible. Uh, this is exactly what we wanted. Uh, he's given up four earned runs and four hits. Um, so the earned run prop cashes immediately. Uh, wow, four strikeouts already, though. Four hits. I don't think they've pulled them yet. I can't see because it's on radio. I have to go on Apple Plus to watch the game, which is lame. So I need to know. We need to get to six hits. Four earned runs and four hits is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he. Yeah, he's still out there, so I don't have it on right now. I actually have the CrossFit games on over in this TV. We're gonna have to switch that because this is just making me feel bad about myself. Their people are crazy, uh, so we can probably. You seem find like them. someone who would do like tough mutters and stuff. No, I've never really. I like. I have friends that have done that. I like. I've never had the desire to do any of that like competitive. Whether definitely not a marathon. Screw that. I hate running. Like I'll do the bare minimum that I need to, and that's it. But even any of those like tough mutters, I just don't. Like I like I like working out and doing physical stuff just for like for me, right? I don't really need any more. I mean, you grow up playing sports and it's one thing, but like I don't know. I just don't I've never really had the desire. I don't know. Maybe when I'm fifty I'll be like, I need a new challenge and I'll try it, but it just doesn't appeal to me. Have you ever done anything like that? Any of those? Yeah. No. The only thing I've done is a half a marathon. Have half you? a marathon. Yeah, I did that right out of college. Uh, me and my friend Katie we just would train together during mm-hmm. my senior year. So it was like a fun thing for us to do. But in terms of me liking running, you know, I, I don't like to run. I actually forgot that I ran a half marathon until we just started talking about it. It was <laughs> it was in 2008, 2009. That's a long time ago. I've changed a lot. I'm a totally different person. I'm not just running marathons just to be with my friends. Like, I'll <laughs> see you at the finish line. <laughs> I mean, I... It, I have friends that have done it, and they do, like, the ultra... I have a friend that actually did, like, an ultra marathon. It was, like, 100 miles, or I don't know. Like, I just... It doesn't appeal to me. There are these people that do these nonstop, you run until you can't run anymore competitions. Like, I I just... None of that works for me. At all. Ever. I couldn't do it. Another home run for Jordan Alvarez. Uh, 5-1 Yankees. uh, Solo home run. So that is now five hits. Uh, for Severino, we just need one more hit. Well, that gets the uh, that's the that's the total bases I needed, I guess too. So, there you go. There you go. That's Done with that. Done with that. To just ride the Jordan Alvarez train as long as he's playing the Yankees, because that is that works for him every every step of the way. Uh, you and I have been doing a lot of tears this week, I, and I love this this time of year because we're starting to gear up. We've gotten a lot of the uh, you know individual player props for the season to come out. We looked at quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, all those. We haven't had a chance to get to the tight ends. And I think the tight end position is really interesting in the NFL because it's not as flashy and it's not as polarizing. It's not as uh, controversial as running backs. Uh, It's not the superstar that is quarterbacks. But it's a massively important position in today's NFL. And And we've seen tight ends over the years 
get more and more evolved, right? They're not just big blockers. They, you know, obviously Tony Gonzalez is somebody you think about, and then you go to Antonio Gates and Jimmy Graham and Gronk, and we don't have a Gronk now in this league. But there's still some really elite tight ends that can go on and have monster seasons again this year. And you, if you think of the very top, it's Travis Kelsey, it's Mark Andrews, and it's George Kittle. And those are three guys, one in Kelsey you know, with all the different receivers spread out you got in Kansas City. That's Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy. Mark Andrews was the safety net and got a ton of targets before you added some receivers to that offense in Baltimore. I think he's going to have a really good year this year, too, just because now there's more going to be more just eyeballs on some of the other weapons Baltimore has. And then George Kittle, with all of the different dynamic playmakers they've got with the 49ers, the one go-to that Brock Purdy will have is his tight end in George Kittle, and tight ends are always a safety net for young quarterbacks. Those, to me, are the three, those are the three elite quarterback, or elite tight ends that we have in the NFL. Yeah, I think it's... I tier it. I tiered Travis Kelsey in a league of his own. Mm-hmm. He's just so consistent. Um, when you, I played fantasy football. Obviously, we talked about that before earlier this week. And there's just such a massive drop off between Travis Kelsey and guys like George Kittle. And George Kittle had a re, uh, had a moment right where you thought maybe George Kittle was going to overtake. Travis Kelsey. There was Darren Waller had a moment where we thought, oh man, is Darren Waller the next best tight end in the league? Right? Mark Andrews has had a few moments where we're like, man, Mark Andrews but Travis Kelsey just getting better with age like fine wine. Like like a healthier Rob Gronkowski, like uh, Gronkowski, I almost called him Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronkowski is almost <laughs> what I said. But he is just so damn consistent, and his postseason play is is some of the best I've ever seen from a tight end, and that includes Gronk, right? That you can say, yeah, I think Kelsey's kind of in a tier of his own, and then you've got like George Kittle, T.J. Hawkinson, and Mark Andrews in tier two. That's kind of how I see it. But in terms of where the value is, I really think when I'm looking at yardage uh, and when I'm looking at maybe tight ends that could break out, I really like TJ Hawkinson. 750 Mm -hmm. yards. Yes. uh, 750 and a half. He was really, really good on the Lions, and then they traded him to the Vikings, which was just sort of blasphemy midseason. And I was worried about him thinking, oh, man, what's going to happen? Because he's got Justin Jefferson there. He's got Adam Thielen there. And he got better. His production went up. So a full season for the Minnesota Vikings in TJ Hawkinson. I'm kind of loving this. I love that TJ Hawkinson. That was the exact same name that I was looking at as a guy that's going to have a big jump this year because you're also the fact, too, that it's now going to be a full offseason in that offense. I mean, it was a midseason trade where he goes from Detroit to Minnesota. And now you've got an opportunity to work with Kirk Cousins and be a part of that offense throughout the offseason. I mean, so he actually trailed Kelsey in receptions, and that's it if you include the playoffs. So it was Travis Kelsey, and then it was TJ Hawkinson, including the playoffs for the entire season. Second most yards from the position for him. So there is a real opportunity for a breakout year for him. And let's be honest. Defenses know exactly who they watch first on the Vikings, right? It's Justin Jefferson. And that always helps somebody like a TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I, I also like, here's another one that I'm feeling 
uh, I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in Pat Fryermuth. 600.5. Pat Fryermuth became kind of a late season darling uh, like two years ago. Had 60 receptions for 500 yards. And then last season really broke out with 732 yards. Uh, 63 receptions and as the Steelers offense gets better and better and better and Kenny Pickett gets uh, more seasoned he gets more reps and they find ways to get him comfortable and you've got the running game continuing we talked about this yesterday was it yesterday yeah we talked about the running backs yesterday right Mm -hmm. as we talk about uh, the issues that uh, Najee Harris had with injuries and so a fully healthy Najee uh, Deontay Johnson there, and that really those two really opened things up for Pat Fryermuth as well. He had 85 targets his rookie year and 100 last year. That shows you enough yeah. right there of where this thing is going because it's not just going to be a confident confidence level with Kenny Pickett, right? It's also going to be a confidence level with the coaching staff. They understand. All right, we can start mm-hmm. drawing up more plays for you. We can count on you more. You saw him make big catches last season in clutch situations in the overtime game. I think it was against the Bengals, if I remember correctly, uh, where he's helping them drive down the field late. Like those are the types of situations where everybody starts to believe in you. And again, it also is a young quarterback situation there too with Kenny Pickett. It's always always tight ends. you got a good, at least a solid tight end, good hands that can make plays, and it's a short yardage situation or it's a red zone, goal line, any any of those various scenarios, you throw it up to Firemuth and you know, alright, this is a guy that I know that I can count on moving forward. So, And yeah, some of it's just the young guys too, right? You talk about TJ Hawkinson and we look at Firemuth and those are two right there that are just young tight ends that can kind of take that next level. And it's crazy to think. And I, I, I do get what you're saying with Travis Kelsey being in in, in a league of his own because he's just been doing it for so long. I mean, it's very rare that you have tight ends that put up as many thousand yard receiving seasons as he's had, right? Since 2016, he's had at least a thousand yards receiving. His prop this year is sitting in about, what, about 1,100, and nobody else comes close to that. So you do kind of have somebody that's done it for a long time that's there. But we do have a couple of young tight ends, I think, that are kind of creeping their way through that are starting to climb that next level. And, it, you know, it's the same thing with the receiver position, right? We look at, like, I, I think the receiver position is as deep and as talented as it's ever been in the NFL. I don't know if I'd put the tight end spot there just quite yet, but, like, the way that the league keeps going and you keep allowing more and more pass plays and you're getting more athletic tight ends or you're finding guys that can kind of be a tight end that can step out and you know even play out of the slot if they need to uh that matters and you know what we got to throw Kyle Pitts in there as somebody that should have a better year the problem is I just don't know what's going to happen with Desmond Ritter we know they're going to want to run the football you got Drake London out there is certainly another distraction for defenses on the other side of the field and then you sit and go okay I mean a great great rookie year for Kyle Pitts expectations lower but great rookie year this past season, it's Marcus Mariota and it's Desmond Ritter. That's a downgrade from Matt Ryan. I understand Matt Ryan's not the same quarterback, you know, that he used to be, but like the reality of it is, it's just different. So Kyle Pitts may have as much talent as any of these other young tight ends we've mentioned, but he can be, could be, just limited even the next couple of seasons if they can't figure out exactly what goes on at quarterback if Desmond Ritter's not the guy. And I just don't expect him to throw the ball a lot. I think they're going to run the ball like an old-school NFL team. Yeah, I I would be 
reluctant to bet on or draft Kyle Pitts in any fantasy teams at all. Um, I've been bitten by that before, and with injuries and the scheme, it's just not a favorable spot to me. The player, though, that I think is very interesting in terms of favorability and spot, and you mentioned you know, having other weapons distract the defense, is a name that we haven't even seen play in the NFL yet, and that's Dalton Kincaid. Mm-hmm. Dalton Kincaid is going to be schemed by defenses as like the third or fourth option in the passing game. Obviously, Stephon Diggs takes up a bunch of real estate in the defensive coordinator's heads, right? Then you've got Gabe Davis, who obviously had a really down year compared to where we expected him to be, but still can get busy, and we know that. Dawson Knox, really, really good red zone threat. He has been uh, a... a Gabe Davis has been a touchdown machine, and, and Knox is is very similar to Kincaid, but just like heavier. So I think Dalton Kincaid's gonna have a ton of places to thrive. Uh I really like him in terms yeah. of maybe looking at his uh offensive player uh of the year. Uh that just in terms of like how big those odds are, thirty to one. But then you look at him in terms of uh the yardage. I'm trying to find it now. And is do we not have it? No, we don't have it. I'm trying to find it as well. But I I think Backing Dalton Kincaid however you can is going to be a, a very, very profitable idea. Yeah, there's a lot of rookie props that are still not out, and they just probably don't know where to set the numbers. I get it, and that's fine. Uh, but that might just be a week-by-week thing, right? You know, you just kind of look at where he is, and you can start targeting what his receiving yards are, his receptions, those types of things. Because I, this is – it's going to be an interesting situation with those those two tight ends and Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox with the Bills. And hopefully that'll entice Josh Allen. I don't know, maybe not take as many hits and maybe just chill just a little bit. Do we do we count Taysom Hill as a tight end now? Are we going that route? I guess he's listed as a tight end. So are we calling him a tight end officially? Not a hybrid quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, offensive lineman? No? Not in, on, not in on Taysom Hill at all? No. No. <laughs> he stinks. I mean, no, you now you can't say that. He's he's versatile. He's just not great at. He's the type of player that's like not great at one thing, but can do a lot of little things. So he's going to give him. He's going to keep himself with. You know, he's going to have a career where he just continues to thrive in the league by, you know, I, I'd say regular standards, right? Like he's thriving compared to a guy that plays three years and he's out just because he can go out there and do anything for you. Use him as a weapon. He's a 6'2 tight end that's really a quarterback that can't cut it. So he's a guy that Sean Payton wanted to pay, and he paid him. And now it's like, well, we paid you. we got to find a way to use you, I guess. He's a fine player, (laughs) but he's not very good, and he doesn't do anything very well. I'm going to miss the debates of whether or not he's actually a quarterback. Like, that's going to be gone now. Now they just decided, nah, you're a tight end. We got Jameis Winston here. Last year was Andy Dalton. You're like, no, Taysom Hill, you're going you're gonna to be a tight end for us now. It's disappointing. Took away all our fun. See you, Taysom. And see you. <laughs> I mean, some guys should have probably converted a wide receiver or tight end a long time ago. He kind of hung on into the quarterback spot for a long time. We said that about Tim Tebow. And by the time he tried, he'd been playing baseball for 10 years. And then you're like, oh, this guy actually not a tight end at all. Oof. Yuck. It's Pet MGM tonight.